Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The volume. What up, y'all? It's Tiva from Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Now, we're a college football show, but I'm a massive NBA fan. Now, I'm a Pelicans fan, which can be a trying existence at times, and well, the news about Zion's been no fun lately, but whatever. I love the NBA, right? And if you love the NBA, there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. But why, T-Bob? Well, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use. Uh, FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and you know stuff going on all the time. Uh, when you win, very importantly, you get paid fast. And FanDuel has lots of ways to play, okay? Spread, money line, over-unders, totals, player props, individual same-game parlays, multi-game parlays. It's all there with the live betting. It doesn't matter if you're running up late, you got your party late, you're hanging out with the fellas, the girl fellas, whatever the point is. Live betting, I mean, you can jump right in, you can bet with your friends, and you too can be cheered for these same things. So, what are you waiting for, okay? Download the FanDuel app today, and let's start to make every moment more with FanDuel. Promo code SNAPS. 21 or older in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NY. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com RG. Colorado, Indiana, Minnesota, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, 
Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342, Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org, Maryland. 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming. Or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast. I'm one of your hosts, T-Bob Bear, joined, as always, by my guy, Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's up, brother? Day two, post-snip. How are we feeling, bro? Uh, blue, um, pretty blue, uh, like, in, just in general, and, and down below as well. That's that's the problem, a little bruised. Yeah. But a lot better, and a lot, lot better. Not gonna lie, kind of feel like I can go for a walk, um, but not gonna do it. Just gonna continue to sit here and very happy. Well, no spoilers here. All caught up on the Mandalorian. I actually have now leaped over T Bob for being caught up with the Mandalorian. So it's been a very successful binging uh, past forty-eight hours. Caught up on all my shows, ready to go, feeling good, and yeah, a lot of golf, a lot of golf. A sad state of affairs for me when I have my Star Wars shirt on and it's Mando mm. Day and I couldn't even find the time to sneak mm-hmm. away in the middle of my adult work day and watch Mando for an hour. I'm freaking pissed. I got sucked mm-hmm. into some bullshit meeting where we accomplished absolutely nothing and the entire time all I'm thinking is, God, I wish you could be watching Mandalorian right now because now uh, I'm not going to be able to watch until like probably like 8.30 tonight. Well, oh, it's me. No. Now, I know. I know. It's like the amount of adversity that I have to deal with in my life would truly shock mm. some people. Uh, but hey, man, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep, keep fighting, keep pushing forward. And again, like Jesus, if this is my cross to bear, so be it. Uh, I, I would ask God to take this cup from me, you know, and allow me to watch Mando. But if I've got to sit here and and read Mike Tenenbaum's Hendon Hooker takes, and I'm going to sit here and read Ross Delger mm, breaking down live NIL court hearings in federal Congress, and i got to read him visiting with Hugh Freeze. I will do what I have to do. Uh, I, I do want to do one thing here at the start of the show. So this is Snaps. Thank you for being here with us. Um, you can always join us at live, youtube.com slash the volume, where we got our guys, Andy, Sneaky Pete, Blake, Greg, Darth, Thomas, Keaton, you know, everybody hanging out in here. Um, also, remember, wherever you get pos- uh, wherever you get podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple, rate it and review it. Our views have slowed down a bit. Now, we're still killing Aaron, 4.8 out of 5, mostly Ooh. five stars. Here we got one, one. Here we got, look, from my guy Mitch Max. Show is sweet. Turned every head in a silent study room at UGA with a semi-spit take when T-Bob asked if Aaron was willing to swing meat on camera. Please don't change a thing. Uh, James R says, best college football podcast is not a day. My favorite part of each day. Aaron and T-Bob compliment each other perfectly. Smog the dog, which I really appreciate. Snaps is a grand old time. He's one of my favorite college football podcasts. Dealing with the YouTube chat mod is not great. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> T-Bob and Aaron are excellent embodied. Hell yeah. Look, 
You can write whatever the fuck you want. And I promise yep. you, and I need to get on the Spotify review. So I apologize. We do a better job about that. But I promise you, if you rate it and review it, we will read them on the show. And the reason why is it helps the robots push out the show, helps to grow the show. Okay. I, uh, no more. No more of that. Hell yeah, Greg. Uh, your dad has great taste, is what I would say. As he said, his dad is now on snaps as well. And yes, Blake Walters in the chat. We do have thoughts on the 19-year-old stealing $1,500 of beer from uh, Death Valley Tiger Stadium. We'll get there. We got Auburn talk for all you Auburn Tiger fans as they're at a just uh. incredible time in their program history. Um, you could tell how horny Aaron is. Blue balls both literally and mm. figuratively as no orgasms allowed for a week for our boy. Ah, it's, it's a long time. It's a, a long, long time. time. That'll, that will be time. the longest. I've gone without orgasming probably since I learned to. Um, yeah. So well, I'm not looking old, forward to it. Been about three, yeah. four years. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the majority <laughs> of my life, right? I've been doing <laughs> it longer than I have. Uh, I guess you could say. Uh, we got a 247 sports list. How about that? Uh, best fan atmospheres in college football. LSU taking home the top spot here. Georgia Damn hot, Billy. Down on the list, but I have some thoughts. What did Hot Billy say? Hot Billy oh, just wow. from, from continuing, continuing from our conversation from yesterday yeah. on uh, Eskimo Brothers. Hot Billy decides to uh, continue to. And no, Greg Hendricks, I cannot free ball. I need as much support as I can. I'm actually thinking about going to Athens. This weekend to watch practice and then also cup a couple of those uh, jock straps. Like I was a big jock strap guy when I played. Like no really? tights. Wow. Um, you know, maybe what? a little bit tights my senior year, but before that I was straight jock strap. And they even had the jock straps with the built-in like side padding, just jock straps with the pants. Damn, that's juicy. that is old school. Yeah, I, I grew Sweaty, up hairy uh, ass coming right through there. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I I'm sure it probably feels actually pretty good. I wouldn't know. I yeah. grew up in the age of the girdle. I feel like I always wore a girdle, but um, my old man played football, and so I grew up like going in and out of locker rooms a lot. And yeah, I'll, I'll I mean, just giant men's very well defined asses are like imprinted on my little kid head because I was just constantly at eye level with all these uh, just asses. Just asses and cups because, I mean, mm -hmm. that that's all, all it covers is like your, uh, you know, I guess your genitals and, and everything else that's basically it. hanging that's out. How are you? But I thought I thought we were too young for jock straps. How did you get into that? I think it was like some new wave that started, I would say, like midway through college where all of a sudden guys just want to start wearing oh. jock straps. But they actually Nike built the ones with the pads in it. I mean, it, it, it's very freeing. I'm not going to lie. You go on the field. I feel like you can run faster, jump higher, all that good stuff. God, that and, awesome. uh, just kind of just bought into it. Yeah, it feels great. So, like, that's what I need right now. Like, I need more support, not less support at the moment. So, um, yeah, I'm, I may go back, see if it turns my wife on or not. If I get a little cup, you know, jock strap this weekend and go around the house with it, see if she wants to jump my bones uh, next week. So, off the, DL. the one that the one that you would wear would have a cup built in, right? Oh, I wouldn't wear no. a cup. No, no, I'm not wearing okay, a cup. Okay, 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 okay. I thought, no, 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 I was, no. okay, that would, no, that's what I was getting at because I feel like that would kind of restrict you. Okay, so you were just yes. just a little cloth pouch right yes. there and just then nothing pouch. else. Dude, I want to wear a jock strap now. 
I don't know yeah. that I've ever actually worn one. It sounds wonderful, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a thing called the Red Dress Run in New Orleans that I used to do in my 20s all the time. And imagine this, where you wear a red dress and you go running around the city. And uh, <laughs> wearing a dress is incredible. Like it can we please is, have a picture of this? The, uh, have, I, I can... Have- I can let me let oh, me text God. my wife and see if maybe she can send uh, f- find one. Um, now that that deserves a thumbnail right there. If we can find a uh, a jock picture of me in a red dress t bop, like that will get some clicks. But like the point is, the breeze that you get is unreal uh, when you're in a dress. The ease yeah. of use when it comes to going to the bathroom is unlike anything you've ever mm. experienced. I can only imagine that the only thing more freeing and to add a little bit of like sexual edge to it right where you're feeling a little <laughs> naughty would be if you just went jockstrap under the dress for the red dress mm. run that's actually not a bad idea uh yeah. oh there we go dark jock snaps exactly this show um man i forgot where um i was supposed to thank, go with thank, this. I thought thank, I had... th- thank you thank you hot billy for uh redeeming yourself in the chat uh i 100 percent agree aaron's wife greater than the X. Look, man, look, anytime your ex, and I can't speak to this because me and my wife have only ever dated each other. So I'm not one to talk on this to any form of authority. But in my mind, outside looking at, as long as you're happy now, if your ex yeah. goes in marries or is banging someone famous, it's it's kind of a credit to you. Um, yeah. like my little brother at one point, and I did not like this girl at all um or 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 that's 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 not nice she was a sweet girl right which is also about like the lamest <laughs> thing that you out, can say about mom. someone i just thought she was a little I, I yeah exactly right i thought she was a little bored to be quite honest but uh like straight up justin bieber ended up stealing his his girlfriend oh. right and at the time oh. he was very upset about it but in my mind i'm like dude that's kind of like uh Badass. It's like a bigger flex than you can possibly imagine to have yeah. Biebs uh-huh. come in and swoop in your old lady. That just means that you were uh-huh. really, uh, you know, you really had it going there for a minute. And uh, I am in love with his fiance now. So I believe it was Rascal Flats that wrote the timeless um, God bless the broken road that led me here to you. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. the type of situation we're dealing with here, Aaron. You know, you had to go through some of those downs to get to now two beautiful kids no more kids on the way a very attractive hard-working lawyer wife like you made it uh you, hey, you and, are and, 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 and a negative pregnancy test a negative pre- pregnancy <laughs> oh <test yesterday>. okay <laughs> i was messing with you i told Ooh. my wife that uh she was taking oh, one i was like that, I know was, he is that was a relief i was nervous. she was more nervous than i was she was like because she she actually like she said oh, when i woke up yesterday morning felt nauseous she was, I would have bet money that I was pregnant when I took the test. And, um, nope, nope. Oh, no, like, no way. Like, oh, good for you. Good for you. Uh, the opposite of F's in the chat for Aaron smiles yes. in the chat. Lots of smiles. Uh, no more kids. No more. So huge. Thank you to the volume for having us here. Uh, youtube.com slash volume. Hit the like button. If you're watching there, FanDuel sportsbook app is kind of behind all of us here at the volume right and so another way you can help the show sign up family using promo code snaps great deals going on constantly um all right so we got a lot to get to today should we start i'll let you choose aaron dealer's choice you want to start with hendon hooker or do you want to start with auburn 
let's go with the hooker man. Uh, okay. Really, really fascinated by him. So let's start with him. Well, okay, perfect. Because let's honor the world's oldest profession by giving the draft's oldest quarterback his just due. Um, we are big. Is he older than Stetson? Uh, oh, I actually don't know. I was I was more of doing like a prostitution joke, a hooker joke, very low hanging fruit. But um, you know, I thought it kind of married well with world's oldest profession, oldest quarterback in the draft. But thank you for yeah. stepping all over it and uh, proving right, it wrong it up, yeah. because I forgot that fucking Stetson was out here playing with fourteen year olds and acting like he was a beast. Like I couldn't go out there on a fucking junior high football field and become <laughs> all state. Like get the hell out of here, Stetson. God, so glad he's done. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I actually don't have that much, that much emotion for Stetson Bennett. Uh, so Mike Tannenbaum, we said yesterday, had Hinton Hooker mocked at number five. You know, pretty interesting that the mock came right ahead of his visit at Get Up on ESPN. Uh, but he doubled down today. Imagine that. You create a take so hot that you get to do more media about said take. Um, where he said on SEC this morning with Peter Burns, quote, if he didn't have the ACL injury, we would have been talking about Hinton Hooker being in the mix as the number one overall pick of the draft. I know I love Hooker, Aaron, but mm. is Tannenbaum out of pocket right here? Like, is he? Yes. Is is he doing this for the 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 media? And I'm not hating on that. I am not hating on that. That is no. quite literally the game that we are in. Is find an angle that you believe in enough that also generates heat. But like, do you agree? Is there validity there? No, no. I, I don't think he's a top five pick in the NFL draft. I think he's the safest pick, maybe of all the quarterbacks. No. If you can get him, if you can get what him if he didn't have an ACL second. injury? Sorry, no, no. no what no, if he didn't have an ACL? Does not matter. Okay, nope. Okay. Does not matter. And, you know, because ACL injuries, you can, you can recover from that. I think, you know, it, it hurt him in the sense he couldn't do the senior bowl, couldn't do the combine. I'm pretty sure he's still gonna be able to do a pro day. Like I did a pro day and that's, that's all they want to see. Like, can you do, can you drop, can you show you're healthy? Um, so I don't think it like drastically hurt him with the ACL. You are who you are. I'll tell you this. If you're going to be a top five pick or a top 10 pick and you're a quarterback, you have to have something that is extraordinary that teams buy into will levis incredible arm strength uh anthony richardson yeah. freak athlete uh cj stroud incredible arm and accuracy bryce young just an absolute magician in outside the pocket best two-minute drive quarterback that, that that's in this draft like they all have this incredible attribute to them hendon is just really good at a lot of things like he's he's a good thrower He's a good runner. He has really good size. Nothing is exceptional. And if you're going to draft a guy inside the top 10, damn it, he better be exceptional at something. He better be able to throw a football 80 plus yards. He better be able to rocket that thing in there. He better run a 4-4 um, or be a bulldozer of a runner. Like There needs to be something that puts you over the top. He doesn't have that, that to him. He's well-rounded. He does, Like I said, he does everything really, really well. Um, so like, I like him as a quarterback. Like I said, I think to me, he probably is the safest pick. If you can get him into the first round, beginning of the second round, but I am not reaching for hand and hooker inside the top 10 picks, regardless of ACL, no ACL tear at the end of the season. So, ah, uh, man. And I'm, 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 I'm desperately trying to find, uh, the, that, that article from a couple of weeks ago that we talked about where ESPN looked at all the grades and the numbers and, Pressure when it came to deep balls, accuracy out of the pocket, the, the, the deep out, 
and said, okay, is there there's anything a film that wows you about him? Is there anything? So, so, well, that's what I was going to ask you. That just like, wow about him. So is it not the deep ball? Mm, he throws a good deep ball, but he also threw a bajillion deep balls all year. That was their offense. Like it's a good deep ball. There's not the a hundred percent. It is a good deep ball. His, his middle of the field accuracy at times was an issue. Balls were high balls tend to sail. Um, obviously there's questions about that offense. You know, how much that helped him over the past two years, you know, take his game to another level. I mean, the offense is pretty awesome for a quarterback. You spread everyone to the damn sidelines. It's vertical routes and vertical stops. And then with a light box, you have a quarterback run or a running back run. Like there's not a lot to it. I love it. I'm not trying to hate on it. I'm just saying like, there's not, you're not demonstrating a lot of NFL type throws in that system. So there's that question mark too, but you being able to throw a nice 40, 50 yard deep ball doesn't scream to me. Oh my God. Like I threw a good deep ball T Bob. I threw a great deep ball. I'll, I'll praise myself a little bit. I threw a great deep ball and a great back shoulder fade. You being able to throw the ball 60, 70 yards does not mean you have a rocket arm. A lot of quarterbacks with mediocre arms can throw the ball 60, 70 yards. Freaking Stetson Bennett can throw the ball 60, 70 yards. The velocity in which you can throw it, the velocity in which you can throw intermediate passes, is that's the difference. And Will Rogers or Will Levis can do that. Definitely not Will Rogers. Will Levis can do that. I don't know if 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 Hendon has that type of arm talent. It's good. It's not wow phenomenal elite that's the difference i I, so hmm. and and i guess maybe i didn't even mean it from a pure arm strength standpoint but more of just like his placement of it and whatnot i can't uh, brum if you can help me find this article that would be uh incredible but i guess you ask me aaron okay what does he do that wows you but kind of like you said i guess where does it it factor What's his it factor? Like, what's the thing he says, you know, if all four of those quarterbacks sit down with the GM or coach and they have, like, what makes you elite? We'll let well, us. But that's I can the thing. Is it, is, I, I, isn't he, isn't he, I mean, he's giant, but he's more athletic than Will Levis. Even if he's not as athletic as Anthony Richardson, he's way bigger than Bryce Young, but he has far better film than both Levis and Richardson. So, like, he has like far said, better college. Really, produ- he's really good. He's here. Like, you know, some of these guys saying, are this year, this year, this year, like, but they all have that exceptional, extraordinary talent, whatever it is, that is far superior. He's just really good at everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like really good is like, you know, your boy Andy Dalton or Kirk Cousins. That like that that's middle of the pack, eventually NFL quarterback. Like, if you want to be an elite quarterback and if you want to win Super Bowls, you need a quarterback that's a top five quarterback, most likely. And that top five quarterback better be freaking amazing at something in order to get there. And I just mm-hmm. don't know if he's that. I guess so. I guess where it's breaking down in my head now that we're talking this all out, you're telling me that even though Levis's film is pretty shit, because yep. of the zip he has on the ball, that that makes that much of a difference. Yes. And obviously, there we is know that NFL arm. I mean, it's, it's, okay. he he has he has you know uh, Josh Allen type arm strength. And because the, I, the, the, the thought of the thought of the people I've talked to, if you're gonna whiff on a quarterback, you better whiff on a quarterback that is a badass in some aspect of his game because you can fall on that on that sword. You well, can I mean, fall that, on the sword that Anthony Richardson is 6'5", yeah. 240, runs a four four. Like he's the best athlete in the draft. I, I we have to draft him, and we'll figure it out. I had a draft 
you know, Will Levis because he has an arm just like Will uh, um, Josh Allen. You know, like they're, they're credible excuses. What am I drafting Hennon Hooker for? Besides just being really good at everything, which is great, but there is well, not and really this big, and really wow. big, and really yeah, athletic. He's good size, I, I mean, know. right? He like is, he's big like he, athletic, he's yeah. he's about six three, six four, about two twenty. Great size. He can run. He can extend plays. Like yep. he seems to check all the boxes. And yes, he's a bit mm -hmm. older, but I'm not entirely sure that's a negative in a day and age where you're trying to get Ooh. as many wins on the rookie contract as possible. Uh, yep. One could argue that that's actually a positive for Hendon Hooker. Because he's going to be more mature, maybe he adjusted the professional game faster, and 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 you're, he's still going to be on that rookie deal where you can kind of crap team around. Hell, with Hooker, you're probably looking at a Jalen Hurts situation where you can really team build around him uh, because his deal is going to be even cheaper than that of Levis and Richard. I guess so, Aaron. You, you say what does he do well to break into that grouping? I understand that. Um, it is still odd to me though that since he does everything pretty well. And he's a proven winner at a place where it's been hard to win for 15 years, yep. and he has uh, the maturity so. in, in in the in 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 these meetings and everything like uh, schematics. But that's but that's fine. I mean, uh, but but like then again, like Anthony Richards' tape is 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 awful. Will Levis's tape is awful compared yeah, to Hendon Hooker's. And so I guess I'm just wondering why the gap not not between Bryce and CJ. Okay, they are clearly separated from this other group that I'm yep. talking about. But but it's just surprising to me that the gap could be so large when in the same way you're saying there's nothing that a hooker does great. What does he do badly? Like nothing. he doesn't do anything I badly. Think hooker's great. Like, I, 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 I can point I can point you so much stuff that these other quarterbacks do badly. Yes. No, I I I really I like Hendon a lot. Like this to me, I'm sorry for those who are listening that are or you're thinking like I'm some Hendon Hooker hater. I think I think Hendon was one of the best quarterbacks in the in, in college football last year. You know, if it wasn't for the ACL, I think even with the ACL, I made a huge push for him of why he should have been in New York for the Heisman. Like, I think he's a great pick. I think he, I think he would be a, a incredible steal if someone wanted to do a Teddy Bridgewater, like I said yesterday, trade up and you know, lay in the first round to get him, get him early second round. Like, I think that is incredible value, but I just don't see the value of a top ten pick. I, I mean, even like you know. I think Washington has the the 16th pick in the draft. I can see him maybe getting picked up by Washington. Shoot, the Detroit Lions at 18. You know, are, yeah. are they married to Jared Goff because he had one great year last year, a re really good year last year? I don't know. You know, I could see him landing. You know, somewhere like that, like anywhere. I would say you know below that middle of the first round to early second round. I think is is good value for him. But like I said, I man, there is a a sense of expectation and pressure. That comes with a top ten pick, and and from from a GM, from a coach of who they're getting, where I just don't think he he necessarily crosses those boxes off. Um, I think okay, value so wise, like, like I think I think I think Hendon Hooker being drafted say late first round is is to me way better value than getting Anthony Richardson in the top ten. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates 
to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals. JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bowl flavor, full pouches. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's that's fair. But like you said, a lot of times when you're picking at the top of the draft, there's a lot of um, encouragement to, to make the selection of the guy who just is uh, the unicorn, right? And, and that would be Richardson. And again, if you've never seen videos of Levis throwing on air, it is damn impressive. The ball it's looks like it's like shot out of a shotgun. Um, you ever see, I didn't realize it was him. This was like a year ago when he had this quarterback workout and he's like flicking it. He's in this little indoor facility. That's the exact and, one that I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the exact video yeah, I saw. Yeah. It's 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 freaky. It's kind of sexual. It's borderline sexual. Yes. Problem. You should maybe yes. see if you can look that up actually. And uh, just I'm sure if you just Google like Will Levis throwing on air. Or I mean, something, you can't tell me if you're, if you're watching him. If you're watching him throw the football, you're not like. I mean, I, I, no, I that was the most, that, about, like that, watching Josh <laughs> Allen, watching Josh Allen when he was coming out, like standing next to him, watching him throw a football, saying. I've never seen anything like this. And I think I think people get that, you know, little little tingle, like we talked about in the pre-show, that little tingle when they, you know, stand next to Will Levis, he's yoked up and he's flicking it like it's like a damn baseball and he's turned into as a shortstop, 
flicking it 50 yards on an absolute rope. Like that, that, that kind of makes you feel some sort of way. And, yeah. and like I said, Hendon doesn't have that. It's funny. That video you're talking about is literally the best thing that I've ever seen out of Will Levis, like better yeah. than any game that he actually played. That was mm -hmm. the best I ever saw him. Look, uh, airborne vet, which shout out for your service says Will Levis do more interceptions in that Tennessee game than hooker did yeah. the entire year. Again, man, like Aaron said, maybe Hooker's not top five for whatever reason. He does potentially represent huge value. I'm a big believer in Hooker. I would love it. I mean, the Saints would never do this because I think they have other bigger needs, but even to take like a yeah. – if he somehow dropped you um, in that early second round, maybe maybe take him there and see what happens over time. But uh, so so we don't agree then. We, we don't agree that Hendon Hooker is going to be a top five pick, but we both still love hooker wait you don't agree you don't agree we don't agree with the the analysis or you don't agree we don't agree with each other no no sorry sorry, sorry. No, no no we don't think he's going to be a top five pick i don't think that i'm um i don't think i know quarterback play to necessarily understand where the huge disconnect is between hooker and levis and richardson beyond it being the acl like i had accepted the very base ah, it's yep. the acl and that's kind of holding people back but mm -hmm. if you're telling me that in a non-acl world that he still wouldn't be in those conversations i don't necessarily understand that what i am saying is that i do think that you're a better judge of this and that you know more what the nfl is looking for in a quarterback obviously and so i'm trusting your analysis that yeah so he's not a top five guy but we both still seem to really like um yeah. and hooker and it works perfectly because i think, I think he's the potential i think he has the potential to be a top 20 quarterback in the nfl oh, here we go oh, here it is dude i mean, I mean look mean, at that that is wow that one right that there that it well that's um you know flicking the bean is something else i i think but um yeah, he sure is just, throwing the rock uh tossing the pill yeah. I mean, I mean the way that, that the it looks ripping. like you know when like you, you hear throws being described as a frozen rope, um, yeah. a couple of these deep outs look like a frozen rope. Uh, and if you're listening on podcasts, Woo! I apologize, but youtube.com slash 104.5 yeah. ESPN. Did we ever figure out is he actually scared is of he milk? actually scared of milk, Brum? Did we ever figure Not that out? Not as scared sure? as I am plugging the wrong show. Wait, did I do something wrong? What I said? Yeah, you said you, YouTube 104.5 ESPN. Oh, God damn it. YouTube. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, we've not confirmed the milk thing. Okay. I mean, it still is. It's odd because it came from a legitimate reporter, but there's been no confirmation of it. So we'll, we'll, we'll still, you know, we'll, we will not offer a, a final break. It seems break like here. teams aren't, aren't, no one is willing to milk this story. Mm, there we go. <laughs> well, and you know, I mean, that's why this whole setup about me agreeing with you on Hooker, Aaron, was only to say we like hookers, but you know who loves hookers? Hugh Freeze. And let's talk about Hugh Freeze no. down there in Auburn as uh, Hugh oh. Freeze is on the planes now, dude. And I got to oh, say, tea. dude, I think now these mm. are the type of jokes that Hugh Freeze has had to learn to deal with, right? He actually talks about it in the Ross Dellinger pieces. Ross went down there and spent some time with Hugh Freeze. Like I, I am starting to think more and more that Hugh Freeze is going to pop off at the planes. Okay. Yep. I, I, I think that he knows how to build a college football winner. I think personality wise, he is the inverse of Brian Harson in that he fits in perfectly 
with the Auburn crowd. Um, I think he has a new $91 million facility, which looks pretty damn nice when you're bringing recruits through there. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of economic buy-in uh, in terms of NIL. I mean, look no further than this. Here, This is just to explain to you how weird and toxic Auburn has been. In the last 12 years, Auburn's won three SEC West titles, two SEC championships. They played for two national teams. They've won one. And yet... They have paid $45 million in buyouts over the last five years. Now, to give you the idea about economic buy-in, they've paid $45 million in buyouts, and they just built a $91 million football facility, and they have a bigger NIL war chest than almost anybody else in the country. So it is crazy mm. how much money Auburn is willing to spend to figure this thing out, and I believe in Hugh Freeze. I think, I think they've actually got someone Who's going to be able to get them there? I'm with you. And uh, you, you should just be lucky that he's not on Twitter uh, so he can't tweet at you for, for your um, bringing up Shot. bad things in the past. He, he is, he is, I do like that. He's, he has matured. You know, if you go read the article, he kind of talks about like, you know, I think he has his daughter now running his Twitter. Uh, and, and an assistant as yes. well, like not feeling like he has to go out there and take shots at reporters. Everything, every time, you know, someone says something good for you. Like he has, matured and grown as a human being and as a coach. And, and I, I'm with you. Like, I think he's in a spot right now that is, that is, as obviously proven to have success. They've been the two natties in the past 13 years. They've won one of them. They've won multiple SEC championships. You can recruit to Auburn. Nick Saban can't be there forever. Um, you know, the only negative is, is with, with the, the way the SEC is going, you're going to have to face Alabama and Georgia every year, but you do get Vanderbilt most likely. So yeah, that, that's the only kind of, uh, moment where it's like okay how long is it going to take for them to build but there's plenty of talent they got the facilities i do think they have a great coach that is a proven winner in this league he's a great recruiter they got the nil i mean th there is nothing not to like about the situation that he's in right now it's just can he get out of his own way that's it like yeah. can hugh freeze just stay out of his own way which i mean i was with him i mean i had the i had the liberty game versus arkansas and we sat down with him for like an hour on Friday night and, and we talked about the situation and, and we talked about, you know, if you do get an opportunity to go back to the SEC or a power five team, what makes you feel like you are more capable of doing it right now? And the big thing was the maturity. It was the being mm -hmm. humbled. It was, I made a mistake as a man. I had to humble myself. And I feel like right now I am in a better position to handle being a head coach of a big time program like Auburn. And I do. I think he is ready. And and you know, he's also, you know, if you read the article, he's he's not going to be calling plays or going to be taking a little bit less, less maybe. authority well, when it comes maybe. to play calling. He's, a little bit less. He, yeah, Phil Montgomery he's, is going to be running the show mostly, but he understands too, and we've talked about this on the show before, as a head coach right now, your responsibilities are so much mm -hmm. that you have to delegate a little bit. Like his footprint will be on the offense, no doubt about it. But I think that there there will be more, you know, kumbaya working together with Montgomery to make the offense work instead of him trying to feel like he has to do it all. So he did talk. He pulled a little bit of a Jimbo with the play con stuff yeah. where yeah. he mentioned everything you said about, you know, nowadays, like I have so much on my plate that like I want to delegate more responsibility to Phil Montgomery. But then he would go on to be like, ah, but, you know, can I really give up play calling? I've certainly never even really thought about fully giving up play calling. Do I only call the tempo version of the offense? So, like, 
shoe freeze is still going to be involved in some play calling capacity. That said, Phil Montgomery will be more involved, I'm sure, than any other freeze. It will have more power within yes. that relationship than any other freeze assistant uh, ever has. Uh, and yeah, yeah, you mentioned on Twitter. So his daughter, Reagan, who's now his executive assistant, and Kennedy Harvey, who is the on-campus recruiting operations director, uh, they now control his Twitter. As Hugh says, he had to come to grips with the fact that he cannot change people's opinions of himself, right? And it's funny, he's learning the lesson that if you're my age, you probably learned a bit earlier, the lesson that I'm sure kids nowadays grow up knowing, which is that um there's there's just no winning arguing people online there's just no winning and i'm not perfect every now and then something will get me to maybe clap back at somebody but it never does anything no matter how witty or funny or however bad you think you got them all you did was give them power because you responded to them and you lose in the end no matter what so hughes finally arrived there good for him i also thought it was good for him and by the way i actually on a human, on an interpersonal level, I have only positive things to say about my actual real life interactions with Hugh Freeze, who's that old miss when I was yep. being recruited there. He was probably the guy that I liked most on that entire staff. The one that was so kind talking to me years later. Uh, he's like randomly DMing me on Twitter asking, you know, about stuff that like, how did you remember that? Like, he, again, on, on, I, I know I get these jokes off and everything, but yeah, I really liked him. On a, uh, on a personal level from the interactions I've had with him. Uh, I also like how honest he was about where Auburn's at, right? Um, yeah. You don't finish in the top 15 in recruiting for three years running. You're going to be behind Alabama and Georgia significantly. And he says, quote, uh, we, we have a ways to go to close the talent gap. I know how that comes across, and it's probably hurtful for some to hear in the locker room, but that doesn't mean I don't care about them. We're going to coach the heck out of them. They are ours. The truth of it is, just from watching the workouts, we don't have the SEC type depth right now that some of the others who are playing that some of the others are playing with for whatever reason. As a player, uh, Aaron, would you be upset if you saw your head coach say that uh, you know there's a huge talent gap between uh, you and your peers, and that we don't have the SEC caliber guys that that we need right now? I don't know that I would. I actually think I want this kind of honesty from my head coach. Yeah. Let me listen in, in, a, in an era of transfer portal. Like I want to know where I stand. Like, I want to know, like, do you think I'm good enough to play here or not? Because yes. if not, I get, I get a free go and I can go somewhere else and play. Like, like I don't need you to tell me like, Oh, I'm, I'm so excited that you're, that you're here and I can't wait to coach you. And I think you're going to be an all sec guy. And no, like be up front with me. Like, Hey, listen here, you know, this is where you need to improve. We, we are looking to possibly bring in some more guys in the portal. This is where you stand and let these kids make a, an educated decision of, of do they want to stay or not? Because at the end of the day too, you may want a lot of these kids to leave as well. Like that's like, we talk about it from the power standpoint of the player having the opportunity to hit the portal if they don't want to, you know, if they feel like this isn't the place yeah. for them. Also for these coaches, just like Dion did, you know, we all bitched at Dion for doing something similar. You kind of look at your roster and say, Damn it, I would probably love 10 more scholarships if there's a way I can get these 10 dudes to get the hell out of here because I don't want them part of this team because I don't think they're good enough. I would let them know. Like, use it. Hey, kid, like, I don't think you're going to start here. I think you should probably look somewhere else. Like, sorry, there's not a spot here for you. So I would rather as a player you be up front. I think it's good for the player. I think it's good for the coach. I think it's good for yeah. the overall team. 
And you said it like they haven't recruited at a high level. We all know they don't have a stockpile of four and five star guys. There is a depth issue there if they want to compete with the Alabamas and the Georgias of the world in the SEC. So, but I do think he'll recruit fine. I think he'll hit the portal fine. I'm more interested to see what he does at the quarterback spot. You know, Robbie's a talented kid. There's no doubt about it. He's one of the fastest kids on the football team. He's he's a tremendous athlete. He he had moments of throwing the ball well last year. You know, needed some more. They, I think they're one of their bigger issues. They haven't had you know a really talented receiving core for two years. You know, the Holden kid, I guess, has done really well in camp so far. I know he's more of a talented thrower than Robbie is. So you kind of have to find the balance between them. Obviously, TJ Finley's back as well. So um, step one, figure out the quarterback spot. Do you need to go get someone after spring? And I think you need to find some more skill guys at the receiving position as well. So um, there's a lot of holes. You know, the, the Harson wasn't the right guy, but they're also deficient in a lot of spots. And, and like we said, they also didn't well, recruit well. So they got to figure a lot of things out personnel-wise. Yeah, Harson wasn't the right guy and therefore is the reason why they're deficient in a lot of those spots. He could not convince people to go to Auburn. In fact, he did a pretty good job of running people out of Auburn. Um, I think Freeze will get it right. I I think, but I mean, mm, what does get it right mean right now? Is Auburn the third best team in the West next year? Ooh, they have a chance. They have a chance. Hey, listen, if, if you were going to start uh, coaching Auburn, this would be the year to do it. You know, at least you True. get Georgia and Alabama at home. You know, maybe you can find a way to sneak one of those wins. Ooh, dude, yeah, I would, I would still Alabama say that. The, year one. <laughs> yeah. I think the bigger issue for him, honestly, is the fact that you're not at that level. Like, let's just be honest. Like, they don't have the talent of Georgia and Alabama. And it, it, it's, even no. though you got them at home, that's a bigger challenge. But you're more on the, the, the playing field of AM. And maybe you could say LSU with talent and, and say Arkansas. But like you have those games on the road, like that's that kind of sucks. Like week four, you have to go to A and M. Like that would be one if you had them at home and you won that game, you could say, okay, yes, maybe we are the third or fourth best team. Like to say in year one, you're going to beat the two two of the best teams of the past you know seven years in Alabama for the past decade plus. Hell no, yeah. that's a tall task. But if you came in and beat A and M in year one, and could beat LSU in year one, and took care of business first the schools in Mississippi. Then all of a sudden you're like, okay, he's on the right track. But two of those games, AM and LSU on the road, and in between that's the game versus Georgia. That is, that's kind of to me, that's the make or break of are you in the middle of the pack or are you kind of towards the bottom of the SEC West? And this is a bigger hole you got to climb out of. So I don't know exactly how this changed following um, this most recent offseason. But if you look after transfers and everything this last year, if I could get this freaking ad off of the screen, uh, I think Auburn was about at 52% on that blue chip ratio chart, 54%, uh, whereas LSU is at 66, A&M is at 70. So, yeah, if you're winning those games, Hugh Freeze yeah. is doing a hell of a job because you are punching up relative mm -hmm. uh, to your own talent. So, I think eventually they're going to be very good. Aaron, pop quiz. Who are the th two other coaches active with multiple wins over Nick Saban? With multiple wins over Nick Saban? Active multiple wins multiple. over Nick Saban. Multiple wins. Dabo? Correct. 
Nice. Mm, no idea what the other one. Gus Malzahn. Uh, uh, does Kirby have multiple yet? Nope, just one. Wow, just one. what a poor just boy. How about you get your wins up, Georgia? Just one. Wow. Just here's one. here's should have been Gus Malzahn. Should have been two. Should have been two. But yeah, just one. <laughs> uh, two okay, maddies. I'm sorry. I finally found the adjusted chart I was looking for after transfers and everything. Auburn's down to 50% on the blue trip ratio. So barely breaking in to that mm -hmm. 50% threshold of which you kind of have to have if you want to win a national title. All right. Uh, anything else on Hugh Freeze? It sounds like we both think it's actually going to be a pretty good marriage out there on the planes. Yeah. Just don't screw up. I think that the, 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 just don't screw up. Okay, good. Great. Yeah, every risk yeah, is risky. Just, Excellent. Just be, hey, just be, be a good person. Just be a good look, person, which I think look, he's he's in his soul of souls is is a good person. So I think I think he's fine. a good guy. I just think I he got too. a little whore. Okay, and I think you know a lot of us would give in to similar horned up temptations potentially if you had all this Asking money. In about three days after about five days into what I'm dealing with right now, I'm feeling well. And 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 a lot of times, um, it's not everybody. But, you know, the preacher's daughter is a stereotype for a reason. Sometimes the most religious people can tend to be the horniest because kind of fighting against that natural lust is such a big thing in your mind that it ends up being all that you kind of think about. So, well, look, whatever. The point is, if you had as much money as he had, you're on the recruiting trail, like, you know, a, a lot of people maybe go sideways. Now, if you did, I would hope that you wouldn't use a, you know, a, a, a uh, university-issued cell phone to set up yeah. your meets, right? I mean, mm -hmm. get a burner, use cash. Like, like there's ways around this, but yeah, I don't think I don't think it necessarily makes you a um, a bad guy. You know, that's for that's yeah. for you. You're, that's for your family to judge you, not really me as much to judge you. So, uh, who knows? I, th I think I think Hugh's going to actually be kind of solid there in the planes only time will tell um real quick here aaron 24 247 sports came out with a uh wait do we have a hard out at 45 yeah, we do not let's go nuts okay okay just five more minutes in here uh best atmosphere in college football according to 247 sports number 12 i knew you, you just State. had to get this in here you just had to get 11 tennessee 10 michigan 9 nebraska 8 Texas A&M, seven, Florida State, six, Wisconsin, jump around, five, the Swamp, Woo. four, Death Valley of the Clemson variety, three, Bryant-Denny in Alabama, two, Penn State. Yeah, I don't know about that number, one. Number one, LSU. Look, 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 look. I agree. Now, if, okay, so I might... I wonder, are we talking? I, well, about I'll be fair. I've never, I've never been to Bryant Denny Stadium, but like what I've heard, it's not like this incredible environment. So I did not like, think it was loud at all in 2009, yeah. and then they did some additions and they raised it up to a hundred thousand. And I would say in 2011, it was you know that was like game of the century, so obviously everybody's juiced up. But that was one of the probably second only to the swamp. Um, when, 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 when I, for my own like personal experience, I guess here's the only thing I'll say about LSU at one, and maybe this goes for every list on, or everybody on this list right now is that yes, when LSU is at its best, I do believe that, uh, it I think this means there. like a whole atmosphere though, not like in the stadium, but like outside the stadium, the tailgate, like mm. that's how I view this. So like LSU is known for the, the tailgates, the gumbo, yep, no doubt. 
that experience plus Death Valley, the the noise. It's just that you like, only sell out like one game together. a year, though. It's like Florida's yeah. in the same boat. Florida doesn't Crazy. sell out a majority of their games. Um, it's just it's a lot to deal with. If it's a shitty team, nobody wants to go sit in three hours of traffic at eleven at night yeah. trying to get home. Like it's just, I mean, it there these are problems that I know a lot of people. So I guess I don't know. Is it like that at Georgia? Like, does Georgia pack out every game? Now y'all are in the oh, middle yeah. of the dynasty. So is every yeah. single game full to the brim? Well, see, then I think they deserve a spot on this list. So I know Florida yeah. isn't. I know LSU isn't. So I'm just I'm I'm really only bringing this up to see, yeah, maybe at their peak this list is accurate, but you gotta be a a little, a little careful with some of these lists because I don't know that LSU is really deserving of the number one ranking on a on a week to week basis. And I'm a bit surprised that the more wine and cheese crowd of Alabama is still breaking in here when they've had their coaches admonish them for leaving games early and the ticket prices have gone Definitely so far out that only richer, five. richer people. Not yeah, top five. No. Yeah. I mean, I would have Tennessee in the top five because they fucking sucked and people still go to all the games. Yeah. I would like I, I, I would put them in there. I, I mean, would I would put, put South uh, Carolina up there too. South Carolina fans are freaking rowdy, yep. and they're there all the time, all the I time. Agree. I yeah. agree. I think um, you know. I'm glad to see Nebraska in there. Matt Rule, gonna get it done. I bet you Nebraska is so easy to get out of because everybody just drives like in their own direction over the cornfields. Like it's just all one giant flat plain and there's no roads and you're just allowed to leave and spread out from the stadium anywhere. It truly is amazing how poorly designed Baton Rouge is. <laughs> it's, 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 um, I feel bad for them because tra- it sounds so lame to talk about. So we don't need to talk about it, but Traffic is screwed up game day attendance, and there's no clear uh There's solution. no good solution. It's literally back up against a river like it's a fort. <laughs> like, you're, you're <laughs> fucked. Like, you're just fucked. Uh, this is what it is. Just keep drinking and partying at your truck. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what you need. You need a coach that can foster the belief that we're going to win this big game, so I'm going to stick around the entire time against Alabama, and it doesn't matter that I won't get home till 3 a.m. because at the end of the day, I'll have an epic story to tell. So I think the difference with Athens and why it does get so packed is because you've been to downtown Athens. Downtown Athens is 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 a five minute walk from the stadium. Yeah, so, true. Like, you get to true. experience the campus, the stadium, and then you don't have to go home afterwards. You have to go sit in traffic if you don't want to. You can go get some dinner, go get some drinks, go watch some live music, get whatever you want downtown. It's like it is a full day of jam packed experience. Where like LSU. You know, they, they don't really have that. It's like, go to the game, sit your ass in traffic, and go home. Just long, 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 long. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's the same reason why the Saints Superdome is so badass in New Orleans is it is baked into the city, meaning yep. uh, you just walk and go party, and then you can go home uh, whenever you want to after that. Uh, Hot Billy says, who's a bigger legend at their alma mater, Burrow or Stetson? Bro, it's, it's, it's Joey like I don't care Joey that Stetson won more championships. Joey B is the the closest thing that I've ever seen to like a um like a god king. Like a modern day, like you know how like if you were an ancient Egyptian and and Pharaoh was your leader and you didn't view him as a human with the title of Pharaoh, you viewed him as a literal god. That is how people talk about Joe Burrow down here. The amount of Cincinnati Bengals jerseys and flags and little kids in Bengal shirts that you see here now is absurd. I will be shocked 
if you see a similar impact in Athens when Stetson no. leaves. I mean, it's well, also a massive factor that Burrow left LSU, was the number one overall pick, and is now arguably won the Heisman and had literally the great in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, and, and had the greatest individual season in in, in the history of college football. Uh, yes, yeah, sixty touchdowns. Jesus. Uh, okay, last thing, last thing. Um, deputies arrested a nineteen-year-old LSU student after he and a group of men allegedly stole over one thousand dollars of beer. From Tiger Stadium early Let's Sunday go Baton Rouge. According to arrest documents, 19-year-old Bryce Talata and a, quote, group of college-age males were seen by LSU PD carrying several cases of beer around 3 a.m. on Sunday. When the group saw the officers approaching, they fled and were not found. The police later used uh, video surveillance to find the group loading those cases into a black pickup truck, which they tracked down to a dorm parking lot. <laughs> and found the it really made it hard there for them, boys. <laughs> and mm. They found the owner and they went into their dorms and they found the missing beer cases. In the oh, end, approximately $1,500 of beer stolen. Um, I mean, it's fantastic because I've, I've been all throughout LSU Stadium, like for like spring practices and stuff. And in the concession areas, just wide out in the open, there are massive upon massive amounts of beer that are basically sitting there with a giant steal me sign, right? Like it's almost yeah, inviting like, you to do so. Just and, teasing uh, you. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. It's almost like they laid, it's like a classic mousetrap situation. Like that stinkiest yeah. of cheeses is sitting there just making your stomach uh, growl a little bit. But uh, little did they know that there's cameras and that the police will go through the effort of tracking you down to find this beer like they were definitely drunk walking by tiger stadium thought oh bro let's break oh my god look at this beer and then next thing you know they're arrested mm -mm. Mm -mm. they drink any of it do we know was anything I'm was, sure. was was yeah all right sure. yeah, that's all that matters at least get one beer if you're gonna do dollars a beer how many cases did they load up into that truck it's a lot I mean, it's I know stadium prices, you're probably playing like $15 a beer. So I, I don't know. Still, that's, that's, that's wild. Legendary stuff. Just there. save some for me. Save some for me for the, for, for the spring game in about three weeks. That's all I ask for. Plenty your of boy, your boy's gonna be had. Your boy's going to be, we just got figured out today. I want to be on the field doing the game. So. Oh, really? Little field. So even more of a chance. Booth. Even more of a chance to bring you in on the call. Hell yeah, dude! Get me in there. Get me in there. Give me a little local, uh, you know, a little local cred with the viewing audience. All right. Um, also, we have to figure out a way to promo snaps while we're on there. ESPN yep. gods, be damned. Uh, we love you all so much who uh, hang out with us every single day here, and um, we just thank you for doing it. So again, back to the beginning show. Like the YouTube video um hopefully one day we hope to have our own youtube channel where it can just be Ooh. us but you know we'll we'll, we'll see um if you I listen on podcasts i'll just put it in there <laughs> well i'm trying to apply public pressure to brum and company to like yeah, yeah i see that like let's do hey, it hey bro if we're gonna if we're gonna if, if t-ball gets to throw a wish list can we uh can we get a damn <laughs> tiktok already before they get rid of tiktok uh, so, sounds like a platform we need to be investing in right before they uh, cancel it in America. Yeah, and yeah. then you also, you can. also uh, yeah, if, 
if you listen on podcast, rate it, review it, okay? And we'll continue to we'll get back to reading the uh, the reviews. But it's been it's been a little bit before since we've had any. So if you're listening, you want to jump it up, go ahead and pump it up, review it, review whatever stars you want. Just write something funny uh, so that we can read it. Uh, probably five stars. So, all right, we love you. Thank you to Fanduel. Thank you to the volume. Thank you to Ryan Brumley, Adam Gracia, Paul Fair, to Pat Gunner, Danny Cardenas. Thank you to Aaron Murray. Thank you to everybody hanging out in the chat. We love you, and we'll see you tomorrow for some Thursday snaps. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.